to the Free Rocky Nation. I'm your host, Amanda. Today's podcast is called More Vindictive Policies. I'm sure that everyone's COVID Christmas was a little different this year. For my father, he enjoyed one decent meal at IDOC in the quarantine section, two house, of Illinois River Correctional Center. I spoke to him on the phone both Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. His voice has returned. He said he was given NSAIDs and daily temperature checks as he fought the virus. Today, he emailed me saying that he has to complete two additional weeks of quarantine in two house, and then he can return to his regular cell in four house. I'm assuming these two weeks have to be asymptomatic. Prior to my dad's quarantine in two house, he received daily temperature checks in four house. He had been experiencing all the symptoms of COVID-19 except having a fever since December 2nd. Finally, on December 13th, he put in a slip to visit the infirmary. The nurse there administered a breathing test to measure his lung function. After the test, she requested that my father be wheeled to quarantine, as in put him in a wheelchair because she wasn't sure how he was standing on his own. Soon after, four house inmates were COVID tested. 41 inmates tested positive immediately. Out of 432 inmates per house, that is a 9.5% positivity rate. I wish this next topic were more positive. See what I did there? Warden Henthorne said that the December commissary shop would be unlimited. The inmates could spend however much they wanted. She did not say what prompted this altruistic move. Rumor has it that it was not her choice. I tend to believe that rumor. Here's why. I know that I have written to my state legislators about Henthorne's illegal commissary restrictions twice. I have also put copies of my letters on my dad's Facebook page so that others may contact my legislators as well. I don't know if any of our audience members took action on this issue or not. After my interactions with my legislators on this topic, the size of the commissary boxes increased. I'm referring to the boxes that the officers were carrying to the cells to deliver commissary orders. Then the commissary limit was increased to $150. So let's do a quick recap. At first, you had Warden Hinthorne taking away commissary rights and blaming her supplier and then blaming COVID. Then you have me coming onto the scene. I contacted the supplier myself and then contacted my legislators. Finally, you got Warden Hinthorne admitting that she had arbitrarily restricted access to the commissary. After her admission and my efforts to advocate on the inmates' behalf, she had to reverse her policy to an extent. This December shop is in line with that reversal. If you want to get more details on what I did to help the inmates exercise their commissary rights, check out podcasts 3, 4, and 8 on this channel. Since Warden Henthorne isn't happy about being told how to do her job, she has revived an old administrative policy. This policy is called Compliance Checks. A compliance check requires a correctional officer to come into the cell 
and ensure that all property is inside the inmate's property box. This means that the inmate cannot have anything on the shelves if the cell has shelves. The inmate cannot have any food out. The cell has to be basically spotless. If the inmate cannot fit everything into his property box, then whatever is left out is confiscated, period. There is no recourse for this. This policy legalized a strong-armed theft. Getting back to Warden Hinthorn, picture this. The inmates at Illinois River are excited about their December shop. They make their commissary slips longer this time since they haven't shopped since November 17th, a total of 41 days so far. They know that the January shop will have limits imposed again, so they are trying to stock up. The next day after the January shop, here comes a CO to do a compliance check. The inmates know that all their extra food won't fit in their property boxes. The CO confiscates it and maybe even confiscates some writing supplies and a bar of soap because it was on the shelf, possibly. What good did that unlimited shop do since the inmates weren't allowed to keep the extra supplies? What about the COs? Do you think that they wanted to go in all those cells and possibly expose themselves to the coronavirus? And wouldn't their exposure make them carriers? Now they're supposed to, what, cross-contaminate the cells to do these frivolous compliance checks? Do you think that they enjoyed harassing the inmates, especially around Christmas time? The COs themselves have said that as long as the cells are clean, and the supplies are being used properly, they don't want to do these compliance checks. I pay taxes in Illinois. As a taxpayer that supplies the funds for the IDOC payroll, I find these compliance checks a complete waste of the guard's time, which translates to a waste of taxpayer money. Like I said in podcast five, Illinois is broke, but Illinois stays broke due to poor money management. As if the compliance checks weren't enough, Warden Henthorn did let Two House shop with the exception of A-Wing, which happens to be the wing on which my father is quarantined. As of today, December 28th, 2020, my father has not been given his commissary, even though he turned in his slip a week ago. If you're not sure whether this was a personal attack on my father, keep in mind that after she shopped all of Two House, skipping A-Wing, of course, she then let Four House shop. That means that even in two weeks after my father moves back to Four House, he won't get to shop until the very end of January if he shops in January at all. If you want to contact your Illinois legislator, visit www.illinoispolicy.org forward slash maps forward slash Illinois hyphen house forward slash to find and email them. Please mention U.S. Code 242, Deprivation of Rights Under the Color of Law, that explains why arbitrarily taking away commissary rights is illegal. Do you want to write a letter but you need some help? Visit the Larry Rocky Harris Facebook page and look for my September 21st post where I posted my letter to my legislators. 
Links to the pages that I have mentioned will be included in the transcript of this podcast. Don't forget to visit our blog at FreeLarryRockyHarrisX2.com. Like us on Facebook at LarryRockyHarris1959. Email us with your questions. Email address FreeRocky at FreeRockyNation.org. Listen to the Free Rocky Nation on Spotify, iTunes, and Pandora. Buy my dad's books on Amazon. You'll find titles such as Never Ending Nightmare, 100 Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, 100 More Filthy and Raunchy Jailhouse Jokes, and The Prisoner's Guide to Filing a Winning Grievance. Be well, contact your loved ones, and as always, thanks for listening.